Shanti has rejoined civilization. She's back from that crazy desert place, the Burning Man Festival. And she's here with us to share all of her recap and what she actually did learn from those crazy hippies out there. You're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. Hello. T. Hi. Hi. So most of my cuts and burns have healed from the desert. Cuts and burns. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I had like one bad sunburn on my right arm, only the forearm. I'm very white. I don't know if anyone's seen photos on our social media. Yeah. which was one of the main reasons I almost backed out of going <laughs> because it's des- like desert, literally blinding for white been, sun just... in an open, what used to be a lake bed when right. there was still water there. It's like a you know some very ago. mysterious setting of some pre dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, feels like you're on the I surface of the I've moon. I've seen pictures, but yes, it can feel like you're on the surface of the moon. Um, so, and yeah, so I, I just had that one burn cause I went out all day. I don't know if someone grabbed my arm there or something. So funny. I know, but it peeled and hurt. And, uh, and then I, and then I kind of would wake up every morning with like new cuts on me being like, where did that come from? I think it was from my bicycle. You know, my bike would fall. I'd often right. forget that I had locked it. And, uh, and try to ride on it. <laughs> and the bike lock would jerk, you know. And, oh, right. No one's going to steal my bike. Not even me. Uh, so that's that's maybe the only tension point at Burning Man is your fear that someone might take your bike. But if you because lock you, it. Your bike is everything. Like yeah, your bike your bike, your... Well, I mean, you might big. stay the in the playa, neighborhood. The playa is like the like the whole community is called the playa. Yeah, seventy thousand right? people. Okay. Well, there's actually there's kind of the city structure which is set up on a on a grid. You know, you can Google photos, um, or on our social media we've posted some where you can see, uh, it's like a crescent, and then and that's alphabetized A to like L or M N O. I think it goes all the way to O. I parked my car on K and I trotted over to E where my you know where my camp was, and then it's and then it's also a clock. Uh, set up on a clock so the rows are the alphabet but you're you know at 615 or right. at 330 or right, you know right, three right. o'clock and that's how you orient yourself and then there's a the man that they burn in the center uh of what they call the playa so the playa is this open space uh that's a circle like mm-hmm. where you know where that half crescent is mm-hmm. um the interior and then there's the deep playa which is just sort of like beyond like outside (laughs) of civilization yeah if you kept riding your bike past the burning man uh there are some it's starting to get populated like they're putting art installations out there Mm -hmm. and then there is a perimeter called the trash fence and you're not allowed to go past so you know there's all this jargon that if you're not part of it (laughs) it does sound like you're in a cult or something (laughs) (laughs) that's okay we would love you if you still joined a cult. Thank you. That's what my cousin said when she came to visit Aww. after yeah, after I so, returned. T, this was your first time to Burning Man. I, A, I have not been. I've had friends go. I will eventually go. Yeah. Um, but so so your first time. So what? And, and I know we did an episode uh, before you left about we had a couple. Our uh, veteran, veterans. Gina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talked about it as well as Madison Shepard. Yeah. Trying to prepare you and us and everyone who was going for what to expect. So how? Yeah. Wow. How was it? Like, what did you? So now that I'm on the other side. Yeah. uh, It's such a powerful, beautiful experience. And it's really hard to coin that in conversation. And I think Gina tried to express that to us 
before we went. And it's funny because I think I mentioned I was actually having panic attacks. I mean, one week before leaving uh, that night, I said, "Okay, I'm selling my ticket. This is crazy. I don't know why I'm going. You know, it's like too much stress. I'm you know, I have to pack all these things. It's really like a camping trip. I don't own any of this stuff. I'm borrowing someone's tent. I've never mounted a bike on my car. (laughs) You know, all these sort of silly, petty things. But I, I also noticed that I was resisting it so strongly that, that I needed you had to go. To go. <laughs> yes. I know that feeling. Yes. It's it like, was I'm terrified. I have to do it. Yes. It was conflict. <laughs> and I thought, what is this conflict? I'm just creating all these excuses yeah. for why I don't want to be pushed out of the boundary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to push plug. my, yeah. <laughs> um, but so, yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So I think I'm trying to pinpoint some of the stereotypes that I've heard i think uh, i think in and i think in our world with our f- circle of friends it's like very normal to think about going to burning man but normal when I step but outside, still okay normal but still stereotyped i think there's really? still misconceptions well, yeah for sure i'm saying there are but like when i step outside of like the people that i know who are like-minded i'm like sh- i i'm always surprised at how many people are so standoffish yeah or like don't understand and the I'm like, further oh, wow, people don't think like me <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, that too. I Well, by the way, I my cousin coming to visit me post Burning Man was like a wake up call of like how far I've swung to the the hippie side. Yeah, I don't know. The California side, you know, just, just like living this my life. My very conservative Virginia brothers are the same. I'm like, wow, I'm totally California. I know. You know, I just emailed my brother about this like doula who does work with pregnant women. And, you know, he and his wife are talking about kids and working on it and I said she should really do this you know we just start having the class it's all this therapy about woman's identity before she gets pregnant because all that's gonna come up while she's pregnant you know and no he appreciated it he said thank you I'll check it out I'm just resigned that we'll be the crazy kooky ants out in California well for sure (laughs) (laughs) but as long as I can keep a semblance of normalcy like like going to Burning Man. <laughs> well, just just oh, no, even here on the show, coining why it's really good, and if you can explain it lucidly, then then someone who's on the outskirts can can access that information, which I think is what we hope we do on our show. So apart from um, trying, yeah. yeah. So well, back to right the point, yes. <laughs> uh, which is, um, what that you Burning had Man an amazing experience. I had an amazing. Hard, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not mocking you. I'm just. I mean, I hear you. It's like how do you. T and I did ayahuasca once together and with a group of people and it was <laughs> alone. We just did it a lot. No, <laughs> yeah, you know, we were hanging out. I'll supervise. But it was then. this amazing experience, but it's like how you, you can't describe it. It's just, you just have to do it. And yeah. Well, so, so I, I mean, is it like it, that? Yeah. Or? Yeah. A little bit. It's, it's, you have like an epiphany and unless someone's walking in your shoes, they're not going to relate because each person has their own journey and story and life experiences that are coloring this experience. Um, so, oh, so no, what I want to say is the stereotypes that ha- that the further away you get from Black Rock City, Nevada, which is the Burning Man Festival, uh, the more the less people understand about it. Right. And right. and these stereotypes. And so I would say quick soundbite drug fueled, insane partying for the for the stereotype. Yeah. Sex like debauch, rampant, right, yeah. just rampant sex, orgies everywhere, drugs. You could just free for all to do right. whatever the hell you want. Lots of people are naked. Shirt cocking is popular. Shirt, shirt cocking. This is when men like just wear a shirt with nothing their on their bottoms. Oh. No, no. They just wear a shirt and walk around bottomless. Okay. So I realized it's a thing because it's because it's so taboo. It is like, whoa, that's crazy and goofy, right? So 
people are interested in in pushing things that aren't considered acceptable in every day at Burning Man, right? So because yes. you can, yeah. So it's I feel like it's more for the experiment of I like I I mean you can debate about wearing clothes and you know people are so uptight around nudity. So it's more of yeah, it's not but like because I want to fuck you. It's, what's interesting is I wasn't that comfortable with like I didn't run around topless. Right. I didn't run around naked. I didn't get naked. I wore cute little outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, pasties? No, no, didn't even do pasties. I wore a bra. I wore a bathing suit one day. Um, I did. Um, what did I? I oh, one day I wore like a skirt and I didn't wear anything under it. Ooh. I know, but I actually okay. The only daring like every day. My no, my big yeah. <laughs> good good point. <laughs> yes, but this is the daring part. Is I'm on a bike, and yeah. so sometimes there's wind and all this, and of course it ended up being when there was a whiteout storm, which was like crazy dust everywhere, and uh, and my legs and arms, everything were caked in white dust. But even that was beautiful. In its own, yeah. I mean, I so before I left, I was I was horrified by the idea of these storms, these dust storms. And I just thought that's horrific. And in the end, I'm now like most charmed by that day when dust was everywhere and people were dancing in this party with this beautiful music, and yeah. it felt sort of heroic and mythical and yeah. uh, and mystical and um, anyway powerful. But but I'm straying. I wanted to say that with a couple things that people don't know, drugs are not out in the open. They're still under Nevada state law. Okay. Are people doing them? Yes. But it's all like in their tents, in their are there campers. There? there are lots of undercover police. Uh, and you also um, have to have your ID on you because they won't just serve you alcohol when you go to the different tents. You have to show 21. that you're 21. Yeah. Uh, and I did see people there with children and I thought it was kind of beautiful. Sure. I would take kids. If yeah. I had them. Because Burning Man is so much more than the rave dance culture. Well, everyone talks about it being a community and such a unique experience of community there's no money exchange right, right. It's no money exchange barter exchange yeah and people also it's the gifting economy so people bring gifts with that in mind i was being a newbie kind of uh brought something simpler right like i so i had blow pops that i passed out on my bike uh which wow. yeah which was actually really popular because <laughs> it's like a little treat sure. when you're feeling kind of tired in the heat whatever time of day it is um so people loved them but oh. for example i was uh, stopping at a porta potty out in the playa, and a friend um, asked, uh, or we started chatting with someone, and then I ran to the bathroom. I came back, and this guy said, "Oh, I want to give you a handmade comb that I that I crafted, and it's made of red uh, of cherry wood and and maple wood, and uh, and he explained to me, you know, that the oils for my hair actually build up on it, and that's good, and that you know it evenly distributes the oils in wow. your hair and all this, yeah. And I sort of jokingly said, "Oh, do you want to brush my hair now?" Because I have dreadlocks, <laughs> and uh, and he did, and then we just had a really funny exchange, and everyone was sitting around and talking and and getting to know each other while he brushed my hair, and it was just beautiful. And now I have this gorgeous comb. So the gifting economy. So it's so again at counter to the stereotype of debauchery, sex, and I mean, so there are drugs on the down low. Yeah. There are there is sex, yeah, on the down. Like people are not in the streets having sex. I but think Gina right, about that. But. Although I'm trying to think if anyone did I see anyone having? Se- mm, I don't think I had any. I don't think I saw any public sex. There are tents that you can go into. There is an orgy dome. But right. you know, this is what I find interesting. It's like what you said. I mean, Los Angeles, New York City, New Orleans, like these cities they all have, have these parties. Them. Yeah. yeah, there are sex parties happening. So it's not like it's Brand Burning new. Man is yeah. you know creating something new in that sense but um yeah yeah partly what was so beautiful about it is that free energy flow it's just 
yeah fluid and without question people say oh do you need something do you need water do you need this what can I get you all of us right and we're all encouraged to be in that open state I feel like and I wonder because you had said that you really experienced a shock coming back into society yeah and I wonder like you know I can imagine if you're away for a week or you know a week and a half for some people where that I mean think about like really imagine being surrounded by people who are constantly just asking you what can you know how can I help you what can I give you what do you need and you're you know where people are constantly thinking of other I mean I don't know about constantly but it's much more in this sphere no and I also people I was excited about going there yeah and I was excited about going there and pushing myself to also be more giving in that way because maybe because I'm the youngest in my family all these things like I I find that I'm not so observant of others like I'm not so quick to be like oh do you need water do you need this do you oh do you want some gum let me let me give you whatever I have (laughs) I don't immediately go there and Mm -hmm. so I said okay I'm going to really make an effort to be more like that because I don't like that side of me uh or that you know I feel like I could be I feel I could be more yeah more of that uh and I meet people who are like that so I said I want (laughs) to push myself into your life yeah and exactly and it was full of people like that yeah. So it was hard not to start mimicking that. I mean, sure. you know, the human. That's the community. I mean, that's. You yeah. Kind of have to but also adapt. the human condition, how quickly you adapt to whatever you're surrounded by and, and the environment and how that influences the way you think. Right. You know, and what your impulses are. Oh, but you. So you were talking about me returning and having that assimilation shock. Yeah. So I went to Alaska before that, by the way, with. But it was like a family reunion. And I mentioned that only to say that coming back from Burning Man was just on top what no was 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 more jarring right so it's not just oh i went on a trip it's um it's a different reality it really is an entire different reality right and i and i think it was the most non-stressed i have felt i don't even know in in years i guess in years um and why is that i wasn't Put upon in any way um mm-hmm. except okay we had shifts at the we had to work shifts at the at our camp uh-huh. you know make sure everything's running fluid and again kind of giving back but I you know I woke up one morning and I said oh I'm gonna go to the kitchen and help I'm not even on the schedule I'm gonna go volunteer because I want to I made some guacamole for everybody and then I went and had my had breakfast you know while other people who were still in the shift you know finished the shift mm-hmm. um but I, I did it with like lightness in my step and just uh, a euphoria and a joy for the crisp sunlight that was outside and uh, and the way that we are all striving to feel every day. I mean, I feel like there's tons of literature out there right now. I mean, I feel like Oprah is kind of driving that machine. It's like, how can you const- how can you be in that state of being all the time? Right. You know, fluctuating, but well, yeah, but an openness. Right. And so I felt that at Burning Man. And I think I think it's because there is this. I'm not sure it's it there's a simplicity of a simplicity of action of of your intention and thought in your head and seeing it manifest outside of you the flow the flow of of energy and your well an intention like I want I want or I need this and all of a sudden it appears so the phrase the playa provides is sort of a fun thing that people throw out while you're there but it really does it's like one night I'm riding my bike at 3 a.m. looking for the observatory because I was nerding out on wanting to see stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I can't find it. I'm getting so frustrated. Or not, fr- but kind of riding going, oh, what am I 
doing out here? I just left my whole group of people like by myself mm-hmm. in the dark. And uh, and these, you know, these guys. Oh, right. No. So I bumped into this guy who is has his truck. He's cooking fresh crepes out of the back. And he makes one for me, puts Nutella on it. He says, follow the purple light and you'll find the observatory. Oh, and he packs light. up. Yeah, he points out to the horizon. There's, you know, yeah. or towards the city because I've ridden way so far out of the city. So he points t- towards the city. There's purple light. And uh, and he packs it up and leaves. 3 a.m. I say, OK, start riding towards the purple light. And I find the observatory and there's a man in a silver spacesuit there. And he's, you know, directing it everyone like to a dream, honestly. It's it sounds a dream. like this crazy dream where it's like, and then this popped up and then I wanted this and then this popped up. Yeah. I feel like it ha- probably has to do. I mean, I can only imagine that like. You know, if everyone's in this giving mode, that it just comes back more. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So that is, you're right. I mean, that is a less, I could see how that would create less stress because it's like, you know, showing you that you're taken care of and to not yeah. worry or whatnot. But also and you had mentioned no or very low obligation to others. Yes. Everyone's well, idea. Wait, know. wait. Okay. What you just said made me think of, uh, there's, there's, in knowing that everyone is there to give and share, there's there's a sense of someone you 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 feel entitled to take up space, and I find that in present society, a lot of us struggle with this feeling of not over apologizing. Mm-hmm. Right, this is the thing that you know mm-hmm. Amy Schumer made a video about mm-hmm. women saying sorry repeatedly. It's like, oh, I need this thing, and I'm and I have permission to venture and look for it, and I'm going to be received kindly for it mm-hmm. um by others and then sorry you were saying what did i mention last time the like a, there's a very low obligation to other people and oh yeah that's okay everyone's okay with that it's just yes. a very like whatever and uh, yes so there's they call it playa time and so again you might try to set up a schedule something with someone but there's a there's an agreement a mutual agreement like one of the rules that yeah Things you might happen. make it yeah you might make it there but maybe I bump into someone and he starts brushing my hair and gives me a comb and I'm late <laughs> you know? right. or and that, that's a silly example but maybe but, but, I'm but, but, riding really? my bike and I stumbled upon you know this happened I was on my way to a theater I was going to go see some screening out in the desert and then I stumbled upon this samba tent and I just I threw my, my dropped my bike and ran and started <laughs> dancing with these people and there were flamethrowers and I was dancing with the flamethrowers and the live band and I and then I was teaching everyone how to samba and and these people showed up from my camp and I said, oh, my God, come in. I, I was <laughs> teaching them. And, you know, the next morning they thanked me. And, you know, so it was it was uh, right. There's there's anything could happen. And yeah. So there's room for flow. Yes. Flow. And just what you're saying, like I would I would be with a group, but I could ride off. I mean, I might yell, hey, guys, I'm going off. I'm going to do my own thing. No one's going to question you about it. Push right. you, pressure you, right. ask you, try and sway them to do what they want you to do. And I. And maybe I feel vulnerable to that in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people feel that in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, mm-hmm. Uh, big cities where there's just so much going on. And um, and this was a complete abdication of that obligation. Mm, that sounds lovely. It was amazing. And also it allowed you to hear your own exactly. voice more clearly as a result. Right. And this goes back to what I was saying about your intention manifesting more immediately. It's like, well, what is it that I want and need right now? And I'm And I'm riding my bike and all of a sudden... I stumble upon a venue that has the music I want playing Mm -hmm. and music. The, the aural effect became so powerful there as well Mm -hmm. uh, as to where you would go, like what was drawing you in. So there are certain places where like the EDM music was repellent to me Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh, I'm going to get out of here, you know? And, And that's usually when I would say bye to my friends. I'd say, if you guys want to go in there, I'm going on my own. 
And they'd be like, okay, cool. You know, and I'd ride off and I stumbled upon this like funk music camp and mm-hmm. I stayed there for a good while. And, you know, someone made me a drink and we had so a chat. Music and was a big part of it. Yeah. yeah but but I think that's rhythm and, and paying attention to that energy flow as well. Like mm-hmm. what role that plays in our lives um, was um, powerful. Sex. Did you have any? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, not kissing and telling. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I will. I will. Uh, it's our show. <laughs> uh, I will say there's a strong, there is a strong like popular movement for like playa girlfriends and playa boyfriends. And that, that part of it is very summer campy. Right. Like, you know, the minute that I got there, there were a bunch of guys in my camp and everyone's, you know, buzzing around and they're all flirting and. Who's going to be my playa girlfriend? Right. And I'm, you know, I was at one, I was at this alien spaceship art installation that plays like gong sounds inside and kind of encourages meditation. And, you know, some guy started chatting me up there and uh, I was very much in the mood to be on my own. So having someone attached to me wasn't of interest, which was interesting because I date so much every day when I'm, I'm here. And that was, that was almost part of it, I think was no, no, this is my chance to really have some introspection. Mm -hmm. So I really kept them at arm's length and I was very direct and said, look, I'm not, I'm not looking for anything sexual. You know, comically there was someone that caught my eye (laughs) (laughs) as I'm saying all this. And, uh, and he and I were very discreet and there was something happened and most people didn't even know about it. Right, right. <laughs> so nothing crazy. Just, no. Yeah. No, but but he and I connected. Talk. We talked about sex, sex positive philosophy. Um, you know, and it was a and it was a nice connection. I think it was an honest communication, and I don't think there was an expectation of it becoming something larger. Um, yeah. Than than kind of a nice communication and an appreciation so for each nice other. Experience. Yeah. Would you go back? Yes, going back, going back. I mean, actually, I'm over. Do you think it's for it everybody? It actually overwhelms me a little to think about going back because yeah. it is a lot of preparation. Sure. Um, I was, by the way, I was very good about, like I said, I brought too much sunscreen, all these, you know, baby wipes and, and tons of water and electrolytes. Did you use it all? I didn't use it all. I had extra. And okay. then I was able to give some away. It was really nice. Some people okay. didn't have baby wipes. And I shared my coconut oil. <laughs> and do to, you think everybody should go? Oh, do I think everyone should go? Yes. Uh Yes, 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 yes. At least once. I don't think there's anyone that won't benefit from it in in, in a unique way for themselves. Um, yeah, and I, we're wrapping up, but there was there were some people who I saw they had different they had different limitations or different issues that they were grappling with, and I think that for them it was enlightening in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about my energy healing experience. You have to blog about it. I will. We're gonna blog about. I went to a Reiki energy healing which I'd never even heard of it like I didn't know what it was I met a Reiki guy explained it then there's this one camp that does all this meditation well and massage it's a massage camp and uh and I did that and I had like a revelation about my family life and and then I happened to meet a woman after who you know we bonded and chatted about it it was it was beautiful it was euphoric and and plenty of time to explore for yourself so I encourage people to go if they get the chance line up for your flight tickets guys yeah or everyone I not just guys everyone but I uh, I hear it's hard to get into harder and harder and harder yeah but anyway start prepping <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> start putting your feelers out find out who it is maybe you c- come and find TNA on the playa maybe we'll go next year together. yeah that'd be so fun we will and uh, and hopefully get some interviews and, and come back with some content to share alright guys thank you T for sharing yeah thank you it was really uh, amazing if anyone has any questions she's got dreamy stars in her eyes it's like <gasps> playa yeah if anyone has questions email us uh tweet us at ta sex talk um 
go to our website at pbwitha.com and you can find uh, all different ways to get in touch with us or leave a voicemail, email us. Yeah, and I'd love to share more about my experience and, and any questions that someone has about it. Okay. Thanks. Listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA.